When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Most people are shocked when they find out how bad I am as an electrician. Schmackamagob, it's time for another Vieira Vault, man. I ain't letting a week go by. All these episodes, and we got another one. This one's killer. I have a guest with me that's stronger than all. His name is James West. What's up, brother? Not much, Ralph. Fucking happy to be here, dude. Happy to be doing this with you. And um, over the moon, over the subject matter that you picked, because... One thing I know, I know some fucking Pantera, dude. So yeah, I know you're a big Pantera fan, and uh, and I appreciate all you do for me, man. You follow me, you share my shit, and I was like, I gotta get James on the show, and I know he loves that Pantera. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I definitely wanted to be on the Vieira Vault for quite a while, and um, I'm just happy to meet you, man, and, and talk to you, and. And I love your show. I love everything you do, man. That's why I share it, because it's the fucking best, dude. Absolutely. I've been a fan for a long time, man. And I really do appreciate that, and I appreciate how you share my stuff, and I don't even ask you to, dude, and you do it anyway, because, you know, you you like rolling shit, man. Yeah, well, you roll your fucking podcasting royalty, as far as I'm concerned, so it's it's all my privilege, man. All mine. I appreciate it, and uh, all right, so uh, what we're going to do is uh, from 1990 to, uh, when was reinventing, till 2000? Yeah, uh, 2000. 2000. All right, so we're doing the 90s, so, uh, a decade of Pantera. We're not exploring er- everything before it, but I got to say, you know, the stuff before it, I love too. I love every Pantera album, um, and uh, it's a... It's a a polarizing band with the with the with the crowd i hang with because uh, a lot of them don't like pantera and they're a little snobby and shit and you know they think they're giving me shit but actually if you really think about it i'm giving them shit without even trying because i seem to piss them off for loving the cowboys from hell man i don't give a fuck what they think they 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 they, they think they ridicule me they think they're laughing at me but you know uh, at the end of the day, uh, Pantera rules, and they don't. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, dude. I, I can't see how anybody could be a fucking metal fan and not like Pantera, dude. It just it doesn't compute for me. It's like not liking Slayer or something. I, I just don't. I don't understand. I understand if they're a little bit too heavy for you or whatever, but just well, you know saying they suck i mean i i I don't i don't get that at all and it's definitely got to be young fuckers that uh never saw them own a damn coliseum or arena in the 90s man because they were the best 
Wild uh, man. I'm Honestly. telling you, man, in the 80s, it was Van Halen. In the 90s, it was uh, Pantera as far as the most fucking awesome band to see live. Because Pantera was an amazing experience. You've seen them, right? Yeah, I've seen them five times, man. And uh, I cherish every time I've seen them. I saw them destroy Skid Row the first time I saw them. Uh, second time was headlining the 101 Proof Tour here in, uh, 10 minutes down the street from me in uh, 96 or 97. Was that with Anthrax? Uh, uh, no, it was with Cole Chamber and Machine Head. Oh, I'm sorry. And, yeah, no shit. I wish it was with Anthrax, but, you know, Cold Chamber was all right. I liked one or two of their songs, but, you know, um, Machine Head, I just thought was a wannabe Pantera clone. I I didn't dig them then, even before, you know, Rob Flynn said his shit about Phil years later. I just, I wasn't crazy about them. I just walked around and drank some beer while they were doing their thing and uh, Never waited liked on that. Pantera. No, never, I just never liked, liked Machine Head. They really, it just leaves, you know, because my favorite thrash band is uh, Violence, and he comes from Violence, and he went and started that, and I'm like, you know, and everybody's like, wow, you don't like Burn your burn My Eyes? I go, dude, that's the one I bought. I bought that because it's Rob Flynn from Violence, and I bought it, I brought it home, and I was like, what the hell? See, here's the thing, dude. If anything I got to complain about Pantera, it's not toward Pantera. It's what they influenced. I don't feel like all these bands that try to be Pantera with the Chets beating, they, they're missing the point. You know, yeah. um, I don't feel like they captured because Pantera, look, uh, they spawned a lot of garbage. I mean, oh, they, yeah, they, I agree. they didn't personally do it, but I can say the same thing about Van Halen. They spawned yeah. poison and a bunch of garbage, too. But that's the main thing that a lot of people always point Oh, because of Pantera, they ruined metal. No, the bands that copied them or tried to copy them ruined metal. I mean, what Pantera did, oh, you can say, you can sit there and say Exhorter. Let me tell you something, man. I love Exhorter. And I do hear a bit of Exhorter in the album Cowboys from Hell, a little bit. But yeah. Cowboys from Hell, for me, and we'll get into the album in a second, but I'll say this. Cowboys from Hell for me was kind of a transition period for Pantera with power metal. You hear a lot of power metal in Cowboys from Hell, but you also hear a little bit what was to come, like the the breakdown and domination, Primal Concrete Sledge. You hear what where they were going. But I think Absolutely. Cowboys from Hell was the most exhorter like, but it wasn't it wasn't a blatant ripoff. I hear a bit of it. I don't hear too much. I don't think it's a blatant ripoff of and, you know, because when I listen to power metal, I hear a lot of that in Cowboys from Hell. So I'm like, dude, I don't think they got anything like Exhorter. I know Phil's a fan. You know, there's a, a picture of him wearing an Exhorter shirt. Who knows? Maybe they influenced him a little. But everybody tries to nitpick every goddamn thing about Pantera. Oh, they're, you know, they're Exhorter. Exhorter's better. Blah, blah. Hey, that, and I'm not going to complain with people because I love Exhorter. I'm a big fan of Slot in the Vatican. The law, yeah. well, you know, it's all right. Uh, it's a great album. Don't get me wrong. I just like Slaughter and Vatican more. Uh, so I don't, I don't really, I don't really look down on anybody that says X Hoarder is better. I don't agree, but hey, that's that's your opinion. At least you know X Hoarder. You know what I mean? To me, that's right. uh, that says something. You know, but Pantera was its own beast. 
its own animal. And, uh, you know, if you listen to the early stuff, yeah, you can hear Van Halen and some of the, you know, some, you know, some songs had a little cock rock fee, uh, feeling and some of it had the regular generic metal, you know, which I loved, you know, I loved all that shit back then. But I came very late to the party because I did never heard of Pantera till Cowboys from Hell. I, uh, some buddies of mine knew power metal and the stuff before. I didn't know none of that shit. I heard Cowboys from Hell the first time I had Bangers Ball, the song. And I was like, whoa, yeah. who, who the, what, what the fuck's this? You know, Same it just here. threw me back. Yeah, it was different. I heard the thrashiness, but it, there was something a little different about it. The, and that and that little different thing was Dimebag's playing. He Absolutely. had this. And, and Vinny, you know, you got to add Vinny yeah, to it. Yeah. Just the same camaraderie. Uh, I, know I'm not, I know I can't pronounce that word. Uh, that yeah, Alex and Eddie you. had. Brothers, you know, drummer. They, they were locked in, you know. And there was this precision, tightness, and, you know, all in that song, Cowboys from Hell, that I was like, damn. You know, and then I went out and bought the album, and I was like, damn, damn, damn. You know, and, I, and then I saw this tour with um, Rothschild America. Uh, they played with Rothschild America. They weren't even headlining, and uh, that was the one and only time I ever met Dime, who came out in the back and, and gave everybody, it wasn't Blacktooth. Uh, it there were little shots of I could be wrong, but I think it may have been Rom or, or I don't know. I just took a swig, you know, didn't get you know, I didn't really get to talk too much, but because everybody surrounded him, but it was nice yeah. of him to come out with a tray of fucking drinks, you know, for everybody in the back, you know. Yeah, that's anyway, awesome, man. That's how I that's discovered he is. I discovered Pantera. That how did you discover them? Exactly the same way I saw them on Headbangers Ball, the Cowboys from Hell, uh, Cemetery Gates, and I think uh, Psycho Holiday. I've seen a couple of those videos, and me and my friends discovered them that way. And then uh, when Skid Row come around, we were all like, damn, okay, Pantera's opening for them. They seem pretty cool and everything. You know, let's go check out the concert. But that's all I knew from them. And then when we got to the show and everything, they came out playing some shit off Vulgar and said, hey, man, we got this new album coming out in a couple months called Vulgar Display of Power. And um, damn, dude, they just blew us away. We never heard anything quite like that. Of course, Dimebag and uh, Vinny blew us away. Uh, I love Phil's vocals and Rex. And I was like, man, this band is fucking awesome, you know? So we all went out and bought bought Cowboys from Hell on cassette the next day. And that was probably the last cassette I ever bought. And every damn one of us blew our damn car speakers out, jam out Cowboys <laughs> from Hell on cassette, dude. And then a couple months later, the, the video from Mouth of War come out and Dude, that was it then. I was a fucking diehard Pantera fan not long after that show, but they destroyed Skid Row bad, man. It was just destruction, and Skid Row was great that night, and I loved that second album they put out. So, I mean, they were great, but Pantera just ate their ass up, dude. Yeah, you know, I saw the same tour, and uh, I wasn't too crazy about the first Skid Row album, but I was totally blown away by Slave to the Grind. Me too. So, that made me a fan. And then when I saw Pantera was opening, you know, at the time I already liked Pantera like more uh, than Skid Row. But still, I thought, well, you know, I mean, it's Skid Row's show. 
You know, I don't think Skid Row. I mean, I didn't walk in there thinking that Pantera was going to blow him away. Well, kind of the uh, opposite. I didn't think Skid Row was going to blow him away. I just thought it was a strong bill. But Pantera was so on fire that night. It was like, dude. you have to hand it to Skid Row for them, like, like to give Pantera, you know, all that leeway they gave him. You know, because you can tell they weren't held back. They came no. out and they were ready to fuck shit up. And, uh, yeah, I remember that night uh, during the set, Phil got the guitar and Dimebag sang and they did Whiplash. That was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Phil but, jumped out on the first song into the fucking audience, the very first song, dude. I'll never nice. forget that. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I left that show going, yeah, Skid Row was good. I'm not going to say they weren't good. But, my God, Pantera destroyed them. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And it was kind of odd going, man, how did Skid Row allow that to happen, you know? Because uh, it's their tour. But, you know, and... uh there were there was already a buzz, man, because I remember being at a show. Yeah, you had the chicks there that they were like, ew, a bald guy, you know? Uh, yeah. Where's Sebastian? But then you had right. like, people like me, and this dude that I went with, uh, Carlos, a good friend of mine, doesn't like Skid Row. His wife's a big fan. So me and his wife went. I went along with them. And uh, he's, a, he's a Pantera dude. He's really He was more like a dime bag, a guitar player guy. And uh, yeah, man, me and him were like, fucking A, dude. That was brutal, you know, what they did, you know. I got the set list from that night, and it's a really nice set list of Pantera. It has a picture of them, you know, the Cowboys cool. from Hell picture. It says Aaron's Coke list on it. I don't know what that means. I guess some roadie that did Coke, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I have Aaron the set Lover. list. Yeah, it's printed out. The set list is printed out, and uh, I'll post that one day. I'll take, I got to dig that out somewhere. So, I'd all love right. to see it. As you know, since you do listen to the Vieira Vault, I do something that kind of hurts for everybody, is that we pick our favorite and least favorite song from each album. And uh, yeah. so as far, I'll go first, if you want to think about it. Um, my favorite song off of uh, Cowboys uh, would be Domination. Uh, there's just something about that song, man. It's just... The way it, the, the that breakdown and that solo is just the shit, man. Yes. And, and and it's really hard because every song on here kicks ass. And it's really hard for me to pick a least favorite, but if I had to, and I love the song, don't get me wrong, but you know, I just like every song more. I'd say the sleep. I just like every song more than the sleep, but I love the sleep. I do think it's a great song because it brings a lot of, you know, uh, different color to the album you know it's a little different but you know i mean you know message of blood medicine man clash of reality shatter domination you know all that shit all that shredding so if you were to pick a favorite what would it be uh domination domination right man yeah for every reason you just said man just that's a crushing fucking song dude Hell yeah. and and uh I, i'll say a little more about it when when we talk about the uh actual songs i'm oh wow my least favorite song holy shit this is gonna be painful um yeah i mean uh, i'm gonna say uh i'm gonna say class with reality i guess it was between that or shattered i'll, I'll go with class with reality and I, I get what you're saying about the sleep but 
man dimes got such bitching guitar solos in that song yeah. dude that i yeah. just can't pick that as my least favorite being a guitar player so i'll i'll say clash with reality but uh yeah just i love that song too it's just uh you know picking your one of your fingers to get chopped off you know yeah <laughs> yeah it's a tough one it's a tough it's one. a tough one yeah it's tough man but but I'll, I'll i'll go with that right on and uh so you want to go to the next one you have anything else to say about cowboys um are we not doing each uh talking about each song uh well shit we'll be here all day i mean we can we can go by it quick i mean you know, if you want to, I mean, I'll tell you, I love Cowboys, Primal Concrete Sledge. I did a cover of, but then I found out late. Well, I didn't find out later. We did a cover of this song for a Pantera tribute out that never ended up happening. And yeah. I went in, I did it. I had a difficult time doing it, but I did it. And then when I heard the end product, it was my drummer singing. And then I, I was like, what the fuck, dude? And he's like, no, that's you. And it's, you know, there's a cover of Thrasher Die doing Primal, Primal Concrete Sledge. With my drummer trying to sound like me, which really pissed okay. me off. Uh, Psycho well, Holiday is awesome. Uh, Heresy, oof, that fucking chugging riff. Um, Cemetery Gates is beyond classic. Domination, my favorite. Love Shatter, love Clash of Reality. Medicine Man is awesome. I love the high notes. Uh, Message of Blood, Message of Blood. Uh, the Sleep, Art of, Art of Shredding. I love it all. Well... I'll, see, I, I didn't know exactly. I, I prepared for this like I have been on every other podcast talking about an album so far. So I actually wrote out notes on each song from every album, dude. So oh, wow. I, I won't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I probably do. I spent like four or five nights going Damn, over Damn, I'm song. sorry about right. that, bro. I mean, no, go, no, ahead. That's, go ahead. That's, that's okay. It's, a, it's okay. I'll just go through them quick. You know, Cowboys from Hell to me is the, the definitive Pantera song. It's just a statement proclaiming that, you know, there's a new metal band ready to take over the world. It's iconic opening riff from, from Nine Bag, you know, and it was shredding guitar. So let you know a new guitar hero has arrived. You know, Primal Concrete Sledge, it just blasts in fast and very, very heavy. It's a slamming riff, and Benny's just killing the drums. That fucking double bass ripping ass, you know. Um, Psycho Holiday, that, that you know, that's a killer song. It's got a ripping ass guitar solo in it from Dime. Um, Heresy just really gets down to business right away. Uh, reminiscent of Con Primal Concrete Sledge, just killer lyrics. Um, Cemetery Gates, you know, is an iconic Pantera song. Beautiful acoustic guitar with Phil's voice coming in the beginning. And then when the actual rift and band comes in, it's, it's so powerful, you know. And uh, Dime Solo, just one of his best solos on any song, I believe, on that was just, just epic. And those uh, where Dime and Phil are trading high notes at the end, just, just awesome. And then Domination, like we talked about, both our favorite songs off here. Just just fucking uh, one of Pantera's best songs ever. The, the lyrics, the playing, that ripping solo from Dime at the end, and that breakdown um, just crushes. You know, Shattered is more of the, uh, the transitional point, I think. I think Side 2 was a little more the traditional 80s metal style. You can kind of get their transitioning from... Uh, side one to side two you know phil singing more in the rob halford mode 
Yeah, like the power metal stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know, Clash with Reality, same same on that one. Just got a good-ass groove to it, man. Um, and the Medicine Man is definitely one of my favorites off here. I just think, man, that's a killer deep cut. You know, with Medicine Man is a bitching song, man. Killer groove and solo uh message and blood it's uh the one deep cut i would point to off this album you know the riffing from dimes all over the place with odd time signatures a little bit of everything in it uh and the sleep i think is the hidden gem of this album you know if man if you're a guitar player if you just listen to dimes acoustic and electric playing on this and the solos it's just you know, unbelievable. And I was automatically a Dom fan after hearing this album. You know, he was my guy. And to finish it off, the artist shredding, just a very strong track to finish this album off. And uh, I love the way Rex and Benny start out and Dom falls in with them. And then they just take the song to another level. And uh, man, just a perfect song to close off that that album. I just, uh, I love Cowboys from Hell. It's just, it's a great album. It's the first album from what I consider my Pantera, you know. And I was I was shocked to even know they had a couple albums out before that with different singers and stuff. Um, but definitely, man, they you know they were uh, they blew me away when I got this cassette of that album. It was just a killer album, man. Right on. All right, then we go to the next one, the one that really exploded them too. You got to thank Skid Row too because they were. They had a hand in uh, you know, letting them go out on the road and blow them away every night. Really uh, impressed the crowd. So, um, vulgar display of power. And, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I love this album, but it's the one I listen to the least. Um, call it a burnout factor. Call it what you want, but I do love it though. You know, I don't think there's a bad song on it. I think it's a great, great. Uh, you know, technically, you know, not a sophomore album, but technically it is because this is, you know, Pantera, you know, uh, it's hard to explain, but it, this is where you get the full groove metal on. Yeah. On this one. Yeah. This is where the groove really comes in. You had hints of it in Cowboys, but this one. And yeah, the first video I saw was Mouth for War. And I knew right away when I saw the video, I was like, oh, yeah. This is good, you know, and uh, I was very, very impressed by Mouth for War. And what do you think of Mouth for War? Uh, man, it's the, uh, when I saw this on Headbangers Ball, just I just totally flipped out. All my friends did. It's, it's one of my favorite Pantera songs ever. And it's just dead punches you right in the face, just like the cover of the album. Just a badass riff. And Phil was singing so heavy and... You know, when when I when I bought this CD, it was the first CD I ever bought, and Pantera became my new, my my favorite band on on this CD. Just an epic CD, man. Right on. Uh, what'd you think of New Level? It's a battle cry from this band that you know they're taking things to the next level, and the fucking new kings of metal have arrived. Just killer main guitar riff, Diamond Vinny, or or just so tight, and I think it's the some of the best guitar and drum sounds as far as metal ever recorded. And the lyrics from Phil are just st- stellar. Uh, uh, did you ever see Madonna play this? Yeah. That funny? <laughs> Madonna actually played this on guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious, dude. And cheesy as fuck. 
Well, I'll tell you something even funnier than that. Uh, uh, my band Thrasher Die. Actually, um, my uh, the first album, the lineup, they all hated Pantera except for me. Uh, on the second album, my drummer and, and new guitar player, they loved Pantera. And there's a song on the second album called uh, Seven Doors of Death. And in the middle of it, we did not notice, dude. We recorded it, we put it out, and like, after several times hearing it, I was like, holy shit, we totally ripped off a new level in the middle of it. You gotta listen to it. We actually oh, did that yeah. riff. And it's like, and you know, my other guitar player that was still in the band, that hates Pantera, he wrote the fucking riff. He didn't even realize it till later. And I was oh, like, look at you, asshole. You know? But anyway, oh yeah, and by the way, he uh, he's now in love with this chick that like, it's it's so cringy talk, uh, him talking about her constantly. I'll, I'll let me go back a little bit. When we were rehearsing for the first album, well, the first album lineup, uh, I showed up with a uh, Far Beyond Driven shirt. And he said during practice in front of everybody, because everybody in the band hated Pantera. He goes, dude, I love you, man, but I kinda, I'm kind of ashamed that you like Pantera. And I'm like, you know, you're a douche. Fuck you, you know? Anyway, uh, fast forward to now. He's so in love with this chick. It's so cringy. She loves Pantera. And he's like, eh, it ain't that bad. I'm like, you fucking pussy with motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious dude. Yeah, I, I just don't see how any fucking metal kid even if they're half our age couldn't love this especially far beyond driven holy fuck dude yeah man. i just don't it doesn't compute for me dude it's like saying you don't like original van halen and you're a big rock fan it's like what the fuck man? Yeah, makes, I, I just don't make zero sense exactly yeah yeah but, yeah, new level, dude. Forget about it. That song is the shit. Um, oh, yeah. Walk, dude, uh, as I was telling you earlier how I'm burnt out on this album, for some reason, I'm not burnt out on the most popular song on the album. I, I always get a charge hearing this song. You know, Absolutely. Uh, walk on home, boy. And, you know, uh, that riff, that tight, like I say, and I'll be saying this a lot in this episode, the precision of this band. The tightness, it's like a machine, you know, and uh, these guys were, you know, shut like a lock and hard as a rock, you know. Um, yeah. Amazing song. I, I love Walk. One of my favorites on here. Not my favorite. Uh, we'll go to my favorite and least favorite as, as well as you when we're done talking about it. What did you think of Walk? That's an iconic guitar riff, man. Probably their most popular song. Everybody knows this song and for good reason. What a headbanging groove, uh, the lyrics and vocals to match. One of Dime's best solos, and just listen to Rex tearing up that bass under the solo. Perfect metal, uh, bass sound. I love Rex's bass sound. It's just a killer song, and, and fucking walk on home, boy. That's just, that's just epic lyrics from Phil. Hell just yeah. fucking everybody knows this song whether they're a pantera fan or not and you automatically just start bobbing your head dude you can't fucking help it hell yeah how about fucking hostile dude top three if not my favorite song off this record this is my fucking metal here this is what i call metal you know not that fucking pussy shit that's out today uh, Phil just owns the song vocally with his lyrics. The band just, just slaying shit and a wild solo from Dimebag. Just a brutal song that lives up to that fucking iconic album cover. 
and it just pisses all over Metallica's fucking black album that had come out like the year before that. And, uh, thank God Pantera come along when, when every other metal band except Slayer was just fucking selling out, dude. Just a killer song, man. Hell yeah. I, I absolutely love it. First time I ever heard it was that Skid Row show. Uh, they did play yeah. that that night. And I was like, fuck, dude. Um, yeah, me too. What I re- my favorite part of the song is not really uh, something. It's something that you really need to listen to. Is what's going on under Dimebag's guitar solo? The yeah, yeah, speed yeah. and craziness. That how fast that riff is in the back and how fast the band is going during that solo. Man, I would love to hear an isolated track of just that. You know, it's just such a badass back uh, a bed. To, to uh, that song short to the point pissed off fucking incredible uh this love man uh, uh amazing you know i kill myself for you i kill you for myself uh not yeah. your typical you know love song it's their ballad but it's a dark ballad um you know it's what a lot of us go through you know when uh you know when we're depressed and we're fucked over by a chick and you still love her, but you hate her at the same time. And, and <laughs> you know, and, and it's it's kind of like a battle cry of, you know, you take this love, you know, fuck you, you know. Uh, you know, I still love you, but fuck you, you're killing me, you know. And it yeah. really does, to me, it captures the essence of fucking a, a depressing breakup and kind of like yelling out like, fuck you, you know. You take yeah. this love because, you know, fuck it, man. You know, I, I did everything for you, and this is the way you treat me. Uh, this love rules. What do you think? I love the way this song starts out. This is a very popular Pantera song, and the video is awesome. And I thought Beavis and Butthead did it justice to some of Phil's best lyrics and vocal performance. And this solo just really cemented Dimebag as a new guitar hero. Just an incredible solo that strong breakdown towards the end and gets into that monster heavy riff. It's definitely one of their best songs. And, uh, what guy hasn't listened to this song over some kind of breakup or something like that? You know, it's just, you know, custom made for that kind of shit. That's for sure. Hell yeah. Then it's time to rise. Yeah. Dude, it's just straight up thrash is starting out so badass takes no prisoners you know at the time i remember thinking fuck this band can hang with slayer and i and i thought no band would ever be able to touch slayer and and my black heart but but damn they were starting to to climb in there that's for sure what a rip-ass solo from dime he uh really tears it up and Vinny and rex just laying it down underneath uh this is definitely a top song off this album for sure powerful song man yeah i i love how it just just comes in you know after this love you know it's just you know right Boom. out the gate fucking a thousand miles per hour and just a ripping tune love it uh next one is uh no good attack of the radical um Love this song, uh, kind of anti-racist song. Uh, for a while, this was, believe it or not, you know, it was kind of like my favorite when I first got this album. I was like, God, this one, you know. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it's not no longer. But 
I love it, though. I still love it. It's still one of my favorites on there, and I think it's kind of like the dark horse of the album. Well, no, not really. There's another one coming up I would consider the dark horse because uh, No Good, The Radical, this was only played when I saw the when I saw him headline with White Zombie on this tour. That's the only time I ever saw him do No Good. Uh, what do you think of this one? Oh, man, I, I, I thought it's got a killer groove to starting off. Uh, you know, I had never heard a metal band quite like that at the time with that groove. Uh, you listen to Rex's bass sound here. Just, I think he's the unsung hero of Pantera. You, you can uh, tell this band has, had spent a lot of time playing together and getting really tight. It's just tight as shit. A really good song. You're no god for no one. Fucking classic line, dude, and classic song. Hell yeah. We take the next one. Um, live in a hole, live in a hole. Listen to the chug on Dimes guitar at the beginning. I never heard that kind of low end chug out of a guitar tone before. You know, I love Hetfield's sound through the eighties, but I think Dime surpassed his sound to me and uh He's also got a hell of a right hand. I, I love the different time signatures in this one and Dime using the wah-wah pedal, but not overdoing it <laughs> like Kirk. And uh, he doesn't hide behind it like Kirk Hammett. Uh, again, another strong one off this album. Hell yeah, I love this song too. It's a deep track. I don't think I've ever seen them play this one live, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a great track. I mean, this whole album's solid. I, I wouldn't even consider this a filler, but I guess... If you had to pick a filler, it would be living all. Uh, regular people, yeah. um, dude, the, the tightness of that one. Um, and the way D- Phil delivers that song, fucking epic. What do you think? It's epic, dude. Uh, you know, how could a, a song start off more badass? Listen to all the different riffs just at the beginning. And, uh, you know, throughout this one, Vinny's double bass work is so good. He's a phenomenal metal drummer. Don't fuck with this great line leading into the solo where the tempo completely changes. This band was really fucking cooking here. Another example of why this one is just a a true classic album. Hell yeah. And uh, by Demons Be Driven. My favorite song off side two, and it's gotten to be in the top, you know, I don't know, three or four off this album. Just. It's a legendary metal riff to me. Dom was picking up where Tony Iommi left off in Sabbath, as far as I'm concerned. You know, to me, Pantera were the 90 Sabbath. And uh, that's why I love, you know, Pantera so much. And they're virtually tied as 1A, 1B in my heart because I fucking love Black Sabbath too, man. And uh, some of the perform- performances, you know, from this band on this album, just, just so killer. And this song just fucking rules hard dude just a fucking killer song yeah the precision again fucking this song rules hard uh my only complaint about this song is that every time they played it was like a melody shit you know yeah the whole fucking song hear that whole fucking song right right like they did with uh domination and hollow the next song where they cut it in half yeah i i want to hear that whole thing and yeah the last song hollow my god what a great ending to this and uh probably the most uh in my opinion like the musically uh i don't know like uh, i don't know the the word i'm trying to it's like the most musical song on here i think Uh, yeah melodic it's got a really good uh structure to it 
And uh, definitely the dark horse on the album, in my opinion, Hollow. Love this song. Yeah, it's kind of like the sleep from Cowboys in a way. I just love the melody right away, like you said. Phil's voice just shines here. The lead guitar tone from Dimebag sounds perfect. And the whole production off this album was just stellar. Terry Date has to be my favorite metal producer, just from the Pantera and White Zombie albums alone. Um, you know, this is a real example of a metal producer, Bob Cock or Rock or whatever the fuck his name is. And the the band, uh, the same metal in the 90s, just an epic song to close out this masterpiece. You know, just just a, a epic way to end the album, just like you said. If you had to pick a favorite off this one, which one would it be? Dude, I just had to say uh, today, <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, God damn, uh, Mouth for War. Man, I just... I thought the song was just stuck in my head so hard from seeing that video when it first come out. And uh, uh, I'll say Mouth for War and my least favorite. Holy shit. Uh, man, I'm going to say Hollow. Now, I fucking love Hollow, and it's an epic song, but uh, I- I'll say Hollow today. <laughs> yeah, my favorite would be A New Level. Uh, there's just something about that fucking song. It's just... Yes, it's it's the shit. I just love the hell out of it, and uh, my least and and you heard me talk about it. I love it. Uh, live in a hole. Is it live in a hole or live in a hole? I can't. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess it's live in the hole is the way he says yeah. it on the song. So, yeah, I guess it'll be. That's the way you say it. And uh, damn, it's brutal just picking your worst song off there. But you know, there has to be a best and has to be a worst in everything. So, yep. But uh, the next album, to me, is my favorite Pantera album. Um, far, far beyond driven is uh, holy shit. I mean, yes, vulgar display of power was heavier than Cowboys, but this one like took it even like like five steps further of heaviness. I mean, I'll never forget the first time I bought this album, and I and my buddy Nick, I said, dude this new Pantera rules, you know, I'm going to come by and play it for you. So jumped in my car, put on the CD. And when, when, when the first song started strength beyond strength, he was like, that's how it starts. You know, cause it's so, it's just so abrupt, you know, it's like, there's something. you know, it's like, yeah. And he's like, Holy shit. They start the album like that. I was like, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this album reached number one. You know, uh, the first, like, really, like, heavy, heavy album uh, to reach, uh, to debut at number one. Um, strength Beyond Strength, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, that song is, like, yeah, it's 100 miles an hour. But, man, my favorite part of Strength Beyond Strength is, like, you know, the whole breakdown where we grow into a monster. motherfuck. Hard as a rock. Shut like a lock. Dude, that shit is so... Oh, my God. If that don't grow hair on your nuts, I don't know what will, man. Um, yeah. God damn, I love Strength Beyond Strength. Uh, what do you think? All right. This is my favorite Pantera CD and my favorite metal CD of all time. I got this motherfucker. I'll never forget it. 
going to one of my, one of my best friends to the uh, record store, waiting on them to open at nine in the morning. When they lifted the fucking gate up, we were the first two in there buying it and brought it home, smoked a big fat joint, man, and uh, opened up the lyrics. And we do, we just sat up in his room uh, with a couple other friends, listened to it like five, six times in a row. And uh, I knew, and I said it that day, man, in the 94, I was like, man, this is the best fucking metal CD I've ever heard. And that has never wavered for me. And this is my favorite metal song of all time. At least it has been for quite a while. Strength beyond strength. Yeah, you know, it is, I put it right up there with Battery, Angel of Death, Holy Wars and the song Black Sabbath proudly. I love Phil. How Phil just jumps right in with the vocals. You know, like you said, it's so abrupt, man. And uh, the lyrics are on point. My favorite lyrics off a metal album are on this album. And this song just is fucking brutal, man. It makes me want to run through a fucking wall. Your muscle and gall, naive at best. I'm bone, brain, and cock. Deep down, stronger than all, man just it just rolls dude it absolutely fucking rolls oh hell yeah uh what about the next one becoming man it's i love this tune man the the guitar riff the rolls Vinny does on the double bass each member of this band at their position i think you know that this is their best sound they ever had the best drum sound the best metal guitar sound and bass sound i ever heard you know, Vinnie, Vinnie Paul shines on this song to me, especially towards the end where he does the, these uh, rolls on the double bass, man. It, uh, it's just, I've never, I never quite heard anybody do with double bass like that. These little rolls he does, it's kind of off time a little bit. And uh, just the sound of his snare and double bass drums, it's, it's definitely one of their best songs ever, man. Dun, 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 I mean, it's so catchy. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dude. And, uh, yeah, and the way, like, Phil delivered these lyrics, man, you know, they're, they're, they're very unique, you know? And, uh, I mean, Phil and, you know, Pantera, it's like, it was like such a great combination because he really did find the words to capture the music the perfectly, music. perfectly. And becoming, when it was a new album, this was my favorite often. No longer, but it was. Yeah, me uh, too. I think, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It rotates between two or three of them, but yeah, it's a fucking awesome song, dude. You know, it, that, that song just rules, and it's just one of those that needs to be in a set list, you know, every time they, they had played because it oh, just yeah. rules so hard. And it was. It was always in the set list from this tour on. Um, yeah. Great, great song. Five Minutes Alone. Jesus, man. Phil wrote this about, like, some kid that sued them because uh, he got hurt in a pit or the dad sued him and he wanted five minutes alone with the dad you know just to get the fuck out of him because what the yeah. fuck it's your kid you know you're gonna you're gonna fucking sue me for what your kid did you know yeah and, you know the, the parents passing the buck not taking you know responsibility for their you know for how they brought up their child and uh oh man and i love 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 this video it's so so close to the strings you know it's just you know and the drumsticks and the bass pedals and uh, and the drum you know double bass uh yeah. fucking badass 
badass video that really captures this song. It's another one of my favorites on here. Five Minutes Alone fucking rules. What do you think? It's just listen to the fucking groove on this song. It's an immediate headbanger. You know, the dime just shows that he can take one note and bend the hell out of it and make that solo rule. And uh, the riff right after the solo is maybe the best groove riff ever. It's just tight as shit. And I especially love Rex's bass on this tune. Just a jamming tune and lyrics, man. Uh, You know, it's another stellar Pantera song. Hell yeah. And uh, take uh, take the next one. Uh, I'm Broken, the first single. Yes. This video rules. I love this video of them just jamming around in a circle in like a warehouse or something. And uh, this was my favorite off this album for a a long time and sometimes still is. Um, But man, this has to be top five, top three out of my favorite Pantera songs. Um, That guitar riff is so badass. It's just totally classic. It's the main reason why I say Dom's the best metal guitar player ever. He had a ton of great riffs, the best sound, and his lead playing was phenomenal. And uh, this solo is just an example of it right there. It was them at their best, and, and they were never better than right here to me. Yeah, this is uh, pure Pantera. You know, this is what they became uh, from Vulgar on, and this one, uh, this song kind of like, it's all in one song you know you have the here comes that word again the precision the riffage the tightness uh the lyrics the screaming uh and the how groove. rex holds it down yeah the groove uh unbroken rules uh next song good friends in a bottle of pills which took me by surprise when yeah I, first heard it, I was like what the hell is this you know i liked it because even though musically it was very strange, like the fucking lyrics, which is so fucking hardcore. You know, I fucked your girl last night while you, you snorted and drooled. I fucked your love. She called me daddy. <laughs> I called her baby and I smacked her ass. Smacked her ass. <laughs> you know? and, I, and I think this is like a little play on uh, Good Friends in a Bottle of Wine of uh, Ted Nugent from Weekend Warriors. It's just too close, but it's an odd song. But it's fucking awesome. I still think it's really fucking cool. Uh, they used to yeah. use this as the intro. I think it was uh, the next album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, before they yeah. came out on the next album, this is what they, they would play. But uh, what do you right. think of Friends in a Bottle of Pills? This is an acid-tripping song off this one, dude. You snored and drooled while I fucked your love. Just really killer lyrics about a night of debauchery. Um, it sounds like they were high as hell in the studio one day and the song just kind of popped out and that's the way it went from what I remember reading about it. And, uh, I just love it, man. It's just that oddball tune they, they threw on there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I totally dig it, dude. I serve too many masters. Yeah, exactly. All right. Slaughter. What'd you think of that one? No, no, no. Hard lines and sunken cheeks. Oh, hard lines and sunken Yeah, okay. Sorry. What do you think uh, of that dude, I, I love to get stoned and lay back and listen to this tune. I fucking adore it. The, the way it starts out slow, then hits that thrash riff. So badass. My soul for a goat, yet I'll outlive the old. 
uh, embrace some religion to get close to some undivined ejaculation point. I mean, just yeah. his lyrics, dude, are so fucking stellar. Uh, deep lyrics. The solo on this man is one of the best dime solos on this album. He was truly my favorite guitar player and hero ever by this point, man. And Pantera had just totally taken root when this album come out in my heart. And uh, I thought nobody could ever top Slayer or Sabbath for me, but uh, damn if they didn't, or at least it came, you know, on the same level with them, man. I just, uh, this band just blew me away on this record. Song rules. I love, uh, I drink all day, I smoke all day, I took Madonna's breath away. This shit is just, yeah, Not that breakdown, that man. My soul for a goat, yet I'll live the old. It's, uh, it's kind of like a anti-religious song. You know, like, yeah. hey, you know, uh, fuck your religion and uh, hail Satan, you know, in a way. Yeah. But, uh, but it's, it's. You can tell it's like we're not satanic, but we're gonna pretend to be satanic just to piss you off. Right. And uh, I love it. I absolutely love the song. Then it goes into slaughtered. Uh, Holy fuck! This fucking song. I mean, again, the heaviness. You know, brainwashed by me, my 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 self influenced eye, bird brain, world saver, fake god inside of you, dead inside of you. Uh, Genius lyrics. Um, one's own kingdom, Christ, uh, person, woman, God. I mean, I just love how he would like add these fucking words to paint this fucked up picture to this really heavy, heavy fucking song. Like, this is like them saying, You thought Vogel was heavy? Check this shit out, you know? Yeah. Slaughtered is a fucking, it, it's a crushing tune. What do you think? Dude, I remember them saying, you know, when Vulgar was over, that their next album was going to be even heavier. I remember me and my friends going, shit, how are they going to get even heavier than damn Vulgar? Because Vulgar is pretty heavy. But damn, if they don't do it on this album. And this is one of the prime examples, man. This song just fucking rips from the start. Heavy as hell. The band is cooking. One of the best metal songs ever, as far as I'm concerned. I'd put this up against anybody's favorite metal song. Just listen to the interplay between Dom and Rex during this song and what Vinny's doing on the drums. Um, and, you know, again, like I said back then to my friends, this is the greatest CD I will ever hear. And I, I totally b- believe that. My best friend, Dayton Hodge, at the time, we, we bought it together. And Dude, we were just totally blown away, and this song was one of the big reasons. I mean, it is so damn heavy, dude, and uh, my opinions never changed on it. I just never get tired of listening to this song, man. You put that on, if you don't get a charge, you're you're dead, dude, is all I can say. Hell yeah. Uh, the next song, 25 Years, I would say is my second favorite on here. I think it's a wow. dark horse. It's... Uh, there's it, just something about this fucking song. And it's a grower. You know, it took me a while to, you know, but you know, like, we're fucking you back, fucking you back. Yeah. You know, it's just, uh, you know, can I find the guts? Can I feel the heart? You know, it's, I don't know. It's just something very, very special and unique about this one. Um, and, you know, it's like, you know, it's wedged in with a bunch of heavy tracks. And this is like no slouch. It's still fucking heavy as fuck. But, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's definitely my second favorite on here. Twenty five years, which I was bummed they didn't play on that tour. But then I they, then they played it when I saw them at the Miami Arena on the on the Southern Tranquil album. I was like, oh shit, they're playing twenty five years. Fuck yeah, uh, nice. love this one a lot. What do you think? Man, Phil Ensemble is a star of this song with his brutal singing and lyrics. The band is so crunching and heavy on this one. Holy shit. And I love halfway through this song where it goes into that change where Phil screams, we're fucking you back, we're fucking you back. Just another crushing tune off this album, man. Uh, and it is definitely a great one. Hell yeah. What do you think of Shedding Skin? To me, this is the hidden gem on this album. Just brilliant. I love the song title and the, these deep lyrics are just masterful. You know, I was me, but you weren't you. You were sticking to me like a scab. So I peeled you away, bled for days, then stepped out of myself. Just fucking excellent lyrics. I, I remember uh, dating this girl when I was like 20 years old. And she told me one night that, that she wanted to have my baby. Well, uh, that uh, ended very shortly after that. And, <laughs> and, and I would always listen to this song and shit after we broke up, dude. <laughs> it's just like, no, that's the wrong thing to tell me. You know? and, and, and I'm sure I'm not the only guy who's listening to this song when they were young, going through a, a breakup or something. It was kind of like the uh, this love of uh, you know this album and everything, dude. Um, I love the tempo changes, the different riffs, and a great solo from Dime. You know, it's, a, it's definitely a deep cut classic off this one. Oh, hell yeah, man. Um, I love that, you know, um, shedding skin, changing within, falling in. It kind of still heavy, but it kind of like goes a little more mid-tempo at times in this song, giving the album a little bit of a flavor. Um, but yeah, the shedding skin again, there's, there's a lot of, like, I think this album has a lot of hidden gems. Cause you know, when you think of this album, all you think about is, uh, you know, the popular people I'm broken, uh, and, becoming. uh, yeah, becoming, but you know, as you get deeper in the album, it gets, gets musically deeper too. And, yes. uh, and this shedding skin is fucking awesome. Uh, what do you think of the next one? Use my third arm. Man, Ralph, at times, this has been close to my favorite Pantera song, and, and at times, my favorite one. I, I've seen them open with this one. It's so killer, and it could open up the album as well, but I love where it's placed. I will put this against any metal band easily. It's so fucking heavy. It's definitely got thrash in some parts. Vinny annihilates those drums, good God, and the, the breakdown in the middle that does that slow crunch part. Holy fuck, man, what an awesome riff from Dime. Just listen to that guitar, man. It's a crushing, heavy song, man. And it's definitely one of those hidden deep tracks, like you're saying, man. That, oh, yes, sir. Awesome song, man. Maybe oh, yeah. the best one off that side, this side of the album, just unbelievably heavy and badass boy in a pocket balls in a bag <laughs> yeah dude so so fucking heavy, badass dude. yeah this would be like up there too you know like maybe my third favorite on this album it's so yeah. good you know it's just 
a ripping tune. And uh, again, you know, this one has the, you know, the, the precision, the tightness and, uh, you know, the, the crazy vocals that, that are just in the pocket, you know? Um, yeah, there's another one. Like, yeah, like I would say it's my third favorite on here. Lisa, my third arm is fucking amazing. Um, yes. And then we got um, uh, th- uh, Throws of Rejection, right? Is the next one? Yes. Yes. What do you think of this one? Oh, man. Every guy's had that feeling of being rejected by a woman and can relate to this song. I, I love Rex's bass here. Just fantastic and tight with Vinny. Like dimes on the wah-wah pedal. They, they just come in together and fucking crush it. Another song where the drums really shine. Vinnie Paul, he was the brick wall. And this is a good example of it. And uh, if this would have closed out the album, uh, man, that would have been totally a fine, strong damn song that Dime rips like hell on. Just great song. Well, I love it. Throws a rejection. Um, again, you know, it's, it, it does. I mean, because in a way, it is the last song because it is the last yeah, song yeah. on there. And yeah. it ends very, very heavy. And uh, yeah, I dig it too. I, I love that. Um, you know, rejection, the kind that self-induced that, that part. Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the, just the playing on this song. I mean, I, I, I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but this album is just full of flavors and, but it's still like extremely heavy, but I mean, it's just, it's just fucking amazing. And then it just like fades out and goes into this amazing version of planet caravan, which is, you know, very dark horse song from the Black Sabbath discography. You know, you got this this Black Sabbath song that's wedged between three classics. You know, War Pigs, yes. Paranoid, and Iron Man. In between is this really mellow hippie type song, and uh, and Pantera really does uh, stick to the original. You know, they don't really yes. take it that far out. They kind of keep it as it is. But I love. Uh, to me, the best part of their version of Planet Caravan is, uh, you know, how Dime does his little jazzy solo like like Iomi, which, you know, also shows like, look, you know, Dime's doing something different on a Pantera mm-hmm. album. He's doing a very mellow, jazzy, emotional solo. Yes. Uh, I love Par- uh, Planet Caravan. What do you think? Man, it was a nice surprise when I first heard it, man. After this totally ruling metal album that beats the hell out of you, it was kind of their way of cooling down or letting you cool down before you press repeat and started the whole ride again. You know, anytime they covered Sabbath, I adored it because, like I said, I think they're the, the, the Sabbath of the 90s and those had two had so much in common, you know, they're virtually tied in my heart. Um, um, dude, until the day I die, I will adore Pantera and Black Sabbath. I think it's a brilliant cover of that song. I don't think you could ask for any better of a cover of this song. And like you said, they stick to it. And then Dom's got that real emotional acoustic playing towards the end that, that fades out, you know, and, um, Anytime they cover Sabbath, whether it's this one, Hole in the Sky, Electric Funeral, man, they always cover Pantera great. And uh, I totally dig them putting at the end of this album. You know, I thought it was very unique and something you didn't expect after hearing all that heavy shit. And uh, I think it was a 
fucking great idea, man. All right, now the hard part, James. Uh, oh, favorite yeah. and least favorite. <sighs> strength beyond strength. My most favorite metal song ever. So that's that's ver- kind of easy for me. Man, I've been thinking while we've been talking about this and of, of picking a least favorite. Um, first, I was going to say Planet Caravan, man, but I love it so much. Um, I'm going to say Good Friends and a Bottle of Pills, which I love, but, you know, compared to all the other Pantera songs and the Sabbath song, I just like it a cunt hair less. That's, <laughs> that's the best way, way I can describe it. Well, I agree with you when it comes to the best. Uh, strength Beyond Strength is definitely my favorite Pantera song. Uh, it's just... Yeah. It's just the shit, man. And uh, my least favorite, yeah, still great. And it is, and this is my favorite Pantera album, which is All Killer No Filler. But you know, I mean, uh, stacking every. I'm not gonna. Pl- I'm not gonna add Planet Caravan because it's a cover. Okay. I'll say throws a rejection. Love it, but I just like you know everything uh, a little bit more than that. yeah. Yeah, I can dig that, man. Even not adding the Sabbath cover, I, I probably still would have went with good friends and a bottle of pills. But uh, it's, it's rough, man, because this is my favorite album of all time. So, uh, man, there's nothing that's lacking on this one for me, man. I fucking never get tired of it. and I never thought Pantera sounded better uh, than they did on this album and, and their instruments, the guitar or the bass, the drums, man, are just like the best sounds I've, I've heard out of a metal band. And again, fucking Terry Date, man, the albums they did with Terry Date, that, that guy's a hell of a producer. All right, kids, that's enough for part one. We keep going for another hour. It's two hours long. Uh, so right here is where I stop it. And next week we go into Trend Kill, the live album, and reinventing the steel. James is awesome, isn't he? I love his passion for Pantera, and he doesn't let up on part two next Sunday. You know what time it is. Let's go in my vault. All right, this week in my vault, I'm going to play something that was supposed to be on a Pantera tribute album. Uh, This was from my other band, Combat. Uh, We did a cover of Pussy Tight, which was off the Power Metal album, the album right before Cowboys from Hell. The tribute album never happened, but we got a really good recording of it. I really think it came out great. I'm I'm very proud of our cover of Pussy Tight from Pantera. So here it is, me on vocals with my band, Combat. Doing pussy tight.
Combat featuring my angelic vocals with Pussy Tight. Now, listening to it now, that little backward masking at the end of the song, I was like, I don't remember what I did there. But thanks to my Vegas program, I can put shit in reverse. And this is what I said at the end of the song. Pussy Tight, alright! I thought it was going to be something satanic, but ah, what are you going to do? All right, my friends, next week we will have part two of the Pantera discography with James West. Episodes keep coming, my friends. And I even have a couple more that I'm going to put up after that that's already in the can. And tomorrow I'm recording another episode with, I believe, three other people. So it'll be kind of like a uh, roundtable discussion, which is going down tomorrow, but it won't be up for like a month or two now. That's how many episodes I have in the can. There's no letting up with the Vieira Vault. There's no stopping the Vieira Vault, at least for now. And I really want to have one up every damn Sunday. And, um, you know, unless something mis- misfortune happens to me, uh, I see it happening. I see many more Vieira Vaults, and uh, I want to thank everybody that has been um, leaving uh, comments on the videos, on the podcast, and and sharing them. And, oh, man, uh, I'll, I'll, damn, I forgot about it. I'll do it next week. I hope I remember. Uh, I got new iTunes reviews, really good iTunes reviews for the Vieira Vault as well that I will read them uh, next week. Because I haven't looked at the iTunes in so long. And I was like, oh shit, new reviews. Who would have thunk? Anyway, my friends, thank you so much for listening. Especially if you're listening now. And I'll see you next Sunday. With the stronger than all guest host, James West. With the stronger than all band, Pantera. See you then. Smack him a gob. Pussy tight, alright!